Hi. <laughs> I like your tree. Yeah, thanks. It's real. I got a real tree this year, so. Oh. I have a fake one, but it's in my dining room. So I had it in, you what? Nice, your backdrop there, you got the stocking. Yeah, very yeah nice. it's like, <laughs> sorry, this crown hurts. It's like a crown <laughs> So. so your birthday crown? Yes, it's my birthday crown. Happy birthday. Yeah. It what's weird is like when you said, Hey, do you want to still do a show on Tuesday? I was like, Yeah, it didn't even occur to me my birthday was around the corner. Like I just with COVID and work and everything had just been so and I've been moving, like clearly. I don't know if you can hear. I have like a um an echo now. I don't know yeah, if you, you can hear any Andrew Tate high ceiling <laughs> echo going on. That's and actually funny because my ceiling goes all the way up. It just keeps going. Yeah. So but anyway. Cool. Yeah, I can't change light bulbs. I have to get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get one of the and I need like a something for the um the ceiling fan is so high the um I mean it's it's too fast. So it's either on or off and I, I need to like, yeah, I have a lot these of shit. Are, these get. are some serious first world problems. You yeah, well, <laughs> the biggest first world problem is the maid flushed rags down the toilet. So I had to get a plumber. And then the second one is my dryer is electric and I didn't know when I moved in the house is all gas. So I have mm -hmm. to, yeah, so I have to get a new dryer. But yeah, so, oh, my life is so hard. <laughs> Yeah. You're happy though. You like the new digs. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh -huh. I wasn't happy where I was. I, I was when I moved there, but it just slowly started to kind of. It did the opposite of gentrifying while I was there. So, right. To, Hopefully that doesn't follow me. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's been. It seems like it's been a long time. Yeah, it does feel like it's been a long time. Like a lot uh, happened. We'll have a pretty uh, chill episode here today because yeah. we got no guests and it's we haven't had a chance to just the two of us to just chill out and shoot the yeah. show for a while. I wanted to, I, I do have some stories I want to look at uh, some mm -hmm. that I'm excited to talk about, but I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Like I, I want to talk about a couple things like comments that people have left on previous episodes that have kind of bugged me a bit. You know, it's like sometimes you get comments. Read the comments. Yeah, and when one person says something, it's like easy to ignore it. But when you have like several people, well, a lot of people commented on the face in LMS stream that they didn't like you eating. By the way. Oh but, well, it's my birthday. It's so. my birthday, so we we can make an exception. Well, I was actually about to mute myself. I, okay, okay, so the time, the time that we do this stream is usually my dinner time, but now that it's COVID, I don't really have to eat as much. Was I eating during Face and LMS? I was didn't I doing even it? notice during the I don't stream, think, I think I was drinking. commented, and I think you were eating something, because I was like, what are these guys even talking Chew about? Gum, maybe? Yes, people have really strong opinions. I don't. I'm trying to think because I don't typically eat on video. That's not. I we could start a mukbang live stream. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I I apologize. Well, I'm eating ice cream because it's my birthday, but I I want to hear your stories. Uh, real quick, did you hear there's a influencer that died in Houston? They found yes. her body yes. not far from. I have the headline because uh, I have a I was yeah. going to do a, a section today on 
like uh what what was it what was i going to call it um ah i can't remember but like headlines from the postmodern hellscape or whatever yeah one of the new york times headline was that they thought her body was a mannequin and that's that's always dead bodies i used to i think you know i used to work in a funeral home well i worked worked kind of for both Let's I didn't work for the corner. Since you brought it up. Okay. But anyway, dead bodies always look like a mannequin. That's like really common. If you're ever like on the side of the freeway and you see a mannequin, it's a dead body. <laughs> so. Let me just get the uh, story here if I can find it. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, there it is. So dead influencers, lifeless body mistaken for naked mannequin. Now I had never heard that that's a common thing. And I would assume that for some, like if somebody's like morbidly obese, you're probably not, not looking at that thinking it's a mannequin. Cause you know what this made me think about was um, I, I recently rewatched American psycho with my wife. Cause she'd never seen it. And people were like on Twitter, there was people were like arguing about which business card is actually the class we, we did the same because he has the same job as me and monday and i were talking and i and he knows what i do for a living and i said well you know like um like uh patrick bateman in american psycho and he's like i've murders never seen murders that and executions he, yes murders and <laughs> yes murders and executions and um so it's funny because i told him that um, that's you know why i have such a high ceiling now but no i i told him that um that we have to watch that movie. I was shocked he had never seen it. So anyway, but you guys watched it. Yeah, and uh, it's, I've, I've always liked that movie, but watching it again, like it's still, it's really good. It holds up and it's really like sat satirical, you know, the way that everybody's always like mistaking each other for other people. There, there's this kind of um, like, it's, it's really kind of like skewering the idea of the sort of, New York yuppie, like living your life according to these expectations, like like conformity, basically. But it's like this conformity. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, exactly. And and that that level of having to keep up is what drives him insane. Exactly. That's what and he talks about how he's not a person. And this just made me think of that because it's there's sort of a parallel there with your dead body. You're you're dead naked on the street, and the people who see you don't even see you as a person. You know, and then you're and the headlines about your death call you an influencer, which is sort of like a hell all of its own. And how, would, how would you like to so, die and have the papers report that you were an influencer? Um, real quick, I've been following this really closely. Like I'm watching all of the news. I'm in yeah, all the Facebook so. groups. I'm interacting with all her people who knew her. Um, I'm going to do a video about it at some point. Um, I'm people following think her it. husband did it, right? No, I don't. I don't think he was involved at all so far. From everything I know, I don't think he was involved. Um, I have a lot of opinions. In fact, I'll, uh, that's another reason why I want to make a video about it. She didn't like being called an influencer. She did MLM and all these friends, her friends that have come out to talk about her. A lot of them don't seem to really know much about her. Um, like they call her Lex and from both her husband's point of view and her sister, she didn't like that name. She actually had an Instagram post she had made a while back saying, don't call me that. I don't like that name. And I think she had girls that were in her MLM. She did Monat, which is a really shitty like shampoo, conditioner, beauty. It's really horrible. Um, Illuminati, who does MLM videos, anti-MLM videos. 
Um, she did a really good video on Monat. So if you guys want to look it up, it's Illuminati. It's two eyes and then LL. And then like it ends in two eyes and she has a purple triangle or a pyramid for her head with an eye. So if anybody, I can try to find the video later and post it on Twitter. But anyway, she did a really good job with that video. Alexis um, got into Monat. Uh, apparently she was at the top. Like pretty, I mean, if she was, if she made $20,000, she was doing really well. Cause most girls don't even make a thousand dollars a year. Most girls don't even make money. They just pay their $299. And then within a year or so they're out. Cause they it's a fail. pyramid scheme basically. Yeah. It's a pyramid scheme. Um, yeah. And I actually, I've watched quite a few videos on pyramid schemes too. So, um, so she did Monat and then this is the other weird thing. So she got, bachelor's in biology she graduated summa cum laude which is like top two percent right she, i think that might even be yeah her grades were in the top two percent at pittsburgh university that's like not an easy school like i have a friend who went there and um apparently like she was really smart but then she kind of got into the instagram life the part that was the weirdest for me is that she's 27 if you see her pictures, oh, really? she, I, thought, I, I thought she was older than that from the picture. I thought yeah. she was like 35, 36. I yeah. was like, oh, she, she's like a but good like looking good woman. Look, but good looking for her age, right? You're like, oh yeah, yeah she's, she's like middle age, but well put together. Yeah, yeah so. I thought, exactly. I thought, oh, she's fit for a 40 year old. <laughs> yeah, that's but, um, and then, you know, I've had some conversations with some people who thought she had similar features to like, FTM or MTF, I guess. The oh, know, is this one of the conspiracy theories now? No, no, but that she, she just there's certain things about her. I mean, I look like a an MTF. I think you could you could say, but she um she okay. So she did MLM. I don't think a lot of her friends were really friends. I think they were just chicks that knew her through MLM. Also, are you familiar with how MLMs work with the friendship stuff? They love bomb you and they're your best friends in the whole wide world. They got your back. And then if you start to slip out of it's it a, a little. It's culty. Yeah. It's very culty. Mm. Yeah. yeah I, am, um, I am sort of familiar. So some of my, I had a family member who got into that for a New York minute for like about a year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. I've, I've known a couple of friends, a young guy that I knew um, who did, who does robotics. He's actually got like over a half a million followers on YouTube. He's really good. He had called me a few years ago. Someone was trying to talk him into Amway. And this was before his channel blew up. Um, mm -hmm. But people were like, yeah, he was like doing all this stuff and he wanted my advice. I was like, nope. <laughs> I didn't want to be mean because the person that was getting him into it was like a close friend, family person to him. But yeah, it's, I, nobody should get into MLM. Like it's, it's a cult. Yeah. So are you thinking that had something to do with her death? Ah, uh, yeah, that's our theory. I'm working with it. It probably played a role. I also, I was a little weirded out because of how much freaking money she could spend through. And I, she wasn't spending money like someone in debt. She was spending money like someone who has a lot of money. Like she went to a good college. Um, she went to Machu Picchu. I mean, she was spending money like she's a congresswoman. Um, 
her, the level of lifestyle that she had is not one that you can, she was making at least a quarter million a year. She had to be like, I, I know. And I know she lives in Houston. So like, I know, I don't know exactly. She could be running. Her, yes, I am actually. <laughs> what about her husband? Was What did he do? Um, he he's a meathead who's like really muscular and i i think he probably works at a gym i haven't i haven't heard a whole lot about his employment but i don't think he's involved i just don't i know he was 47 he, he i could know. have been funding her lifestyle theoretically right he could have been yeah like but it just felt it felt like she was the bread bringer not breadwinner but it felt it just i don't know this is just senses that i get like it felt like she was bringing in the money in that relationship, but I could be completely wrong. I think he loved her though. You totally passed. I thought you were a woman. A I am a woman. You dig <laughs> it? <laughs> so. All right. Well, is that, is there this is the best birthday ever? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else on that? that you um, yeah, I actually, you know what? That's a good question about what does he do for a living? I know he works out a lot. Um, so huh, that's weird. Um, but yeah, he was being interviewed by the local news out here and they, he finally told them that he wasn't going to talk to them anymore. So um, I don't think he like lawyered up in the sense that he didn't, he, he did everything in his power to help too. And that's another thing. One of the main reasons why I don't think he was involved at all. He turned over all of his accounts, his phone, everything. He told the cops come through the house, look through everything. You wouldn't do that if you were involved. And the one thing that one of her friends said, like the stories that the friends told about the husband didn't make any sense. Also like the way, okay, so you might wanna bring one up, but it said um, something where Alexis told her friend, this was recent, that he chokes me out and I, and I wake up on the bathroom floor every time. It just didn't make sense. And both Monday and I were talking about it and I was like, okay, so wait, so he just chokes her out. She passes out until she like passes out. And then why would like, it didn't make sense. Why would he drag her into the bathroom and put her on the floor? And then she wakes, like, it's just, it was such a stupid story. Does that make sense? It just didn't pass the smell test for me. I felt like the friends were trying to make him look like a violent person. I'm just going to come out and say that I think he did it. Even though I haven't. Really? Well, that's okay. We don't agree on like, the husband. <laughs> you know, at least this way, one of us will be right. When it, yeah. Either he okay. Did oh, I see. So, so yeah. Someone's okay. going to win. That's, that's, a good, yeah. hmm, that's good. So you should go vote for Biden. So that. <laughs> oh, wait. You can't vote. Not in America. No, technically, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Uh, we are streaming on DLive, everybody. I'm very excited about DLive. Yeah. Uh, that's not actually technically new for this show. I've streamed like the last five or six episodes of Sex Wars to DLive, but I'm now pushing DLive because I'm doing Can't Stop Progress there Sunday nights too. So it's going to grow and uh, it's exciting. Um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a shame you you were busy moving for the last episode because we had the Boss Mac topsoil on, which I was very excited about. Unfortunately, I kind of messed up the audio. I don't know if you checked it out at all. I can tell by your face you did. I've been, I've been I, seriously, if I've if yeah. I had had one extra hour, I mean, yeah, I've, you know, I've been fine. working. It's why fine. Are you know, this is our show, you know, no, no big deal. No, uh, 
anyway, so it didn't get many views, so I was kind of like bummed out about okay. that. Do you want to bring it back? Yeah, we'll, we'll, okay. bring, we'll bring all the people back down the road, but it's like I got so many other people I want to bring on, you know. But we'll definitely we'll, we'll have him back on sometime. But it was really cool. Like he said some things that I didn't know. Like like he talked about how people are sex obsessed and and which is something I've been saying, you know, like culturally and like he touched on that. He said you shouldn't watch porn or masturbate. Which like the and things that I've been saying that we've been saying, but I didn't know that he shared those views. Cause if if you watch Bosmec, like he's he's from a different world. Like he's very ghetto from from Compton, you know. Oh, my old stomping ground. He yeah, and I he, probably like, get along. He shares these views and he also he also talked about how I don't know if you watched my video, um, the truth about incels or whatever it's called, where where I showed that that clip of the girls. Yes, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in, in that um, video, I talked about how, like, a lot of guys, when they go through the sort of puberty phase, they kind of realize that they have to adjust their selves in order to get girls to like them, whatever. And, and Bossback basically, because we talked about incels, he basically touched on that, too, where he said, like, I, I can't remember exactly how he worded it, but he called it, like, the coolness factor or something to that effect. And once you Charisma. get it... Like magic well he, he called like he's like he said like you just have to become cool like he's like anybody can learn how to become cool and once you do that it's like magic when it comes to dealing with women basically so it was it was a really good combo i enjoyed it um i was surprised like uh because a lot of people on that incel video that i made truth about incels well not a lot of people there's some people who are saying like Oh, so you change yourself for women? Like I used to respect you, but that's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. And this and that. And I was like, what are you? Um, what are you do does? they not realize that survival is about adaptation? It's not about. I mean, that's why we have viruses. Um, it's not about being yourself. And if everybody was just ourselves, we wouldn't get along. We have to be we're social creatures, we have to interact with one another. That doesn't mean you're not true to who you are. I think a lot of people, they they assume that if you're trying to impress women, that means you're not being who you really are, like you're being dishonest. Um, you can be honest and not be a dick. You I mean, can be attractive. Same, it's the same kind of idea as what uh, Tate says in that little sound bite in the intro where he says, though, the only reason men do anything is to get like the whole reason civilization exists is because men wanted to get laid, which is obviously like a bit hyperbolic, but there's also like some truth to that. You know, he's, if he's they like, want, yeah, they want their offspring to survive. They want their genes yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. You have to go out and achieve. He says, like, the reason I own all these cars and the and big house and everything is so all the bitches know I'm the big G, right? Because he doesn't no, care. So I was laughing along. It's not like this beta thing to admit that some of your motivation is to raise your value to females. That's, that's yeah. just how it works. You know, there, look, there's this, now, uh, I came across this video on YouTube. Um, that was really interesting too. It's got a lot of views. Uh, this guy just talks about how he started working out because he wanted girls to like him. And, uh, He's he's really like down to earth. Let's let's just watch a little bit, okay? Did, did you want to say whatever you were gonna say about you you don't agree with him or something? 
Well, no, what I was going to say is I was laughing along, like even in that video, a lot of times, like now I'm not reading chat anymore, but I would read chat and I would respond to chat like my eyebrows would go up or I'd smile or I'd laugh. And I think people thought I was laughing at the person talking, but I would, it was like I was doing both. And I didn't know at that time what he did for a living. Keep that in mind. So I was like, I had great rapport. I was nice to him. Yeah, I was agreeing. I didn't know he was running girls. Like I thought he was like a real estate investor. So just real quick, back up. Had he been saying all that before and I knew what he did, I wouldn't have been. I mean, like, yeah, what he was saying was true, but I was biased by the fact that I thought he was running like a legitimate business, not, you know, not yeah, women. I mean, we went, we went over the girl thing in the second, we did a second stream with him. We went over all that recently. Uh, I didn't yeah, want and to- Yeah, and I wasn't as nice to him. Well, yeah, sure. And I wanted to complain about people on that. A lot of people who commented on that were giving me shit because I was kind of doing the this thing where he was, when he was doing his whole, like, if, you know, I'll, I'll rather go to jail than wear a mask and this and that. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's great, but you're going to get me banned on YouTube. Yeah. Literally, yeah, you I, have to. I already have a strike on my channel right now from showing somebody who didn't want to wear a mask. I was so, I'm amazed we didn't get a strike for that, to be honest. I, you know, still could, but like, so people are like, oh, you're such a bitch, you know, like, why are you worried? Like, you, you bring him on, let him talk and this and that. It's like, look, I, I think weed should be legal, for example. Right? I think like making marijuana legal is retarded. But that doesn't mean I'm going to walk into the police station carrying a big bag of bud and smoking a blunt and blowing it in the cop's face and saying, you like that, motherfucker? There's rules. And if you break the rules, you do that at your own risk. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, not no. don't have people who have never built up a following who are standing on the sidelines saying you should burn your thing down for my beliefs. Exactly. Okay. Um, okay. That's actually a great phrase. I'm going to have to use that at some point. Yeah. That you should burn down. Yeah. Anyway, but also to add to what you were just saying is you were kind of um, YouTube is only getting stricter on the terms of service. It's so, just so bad. You need to protect yourself. Progress back to YouTube. It's just, yeah. It's, and they're not, and yeah, exactly what you just said. Why should you ruin your live stream with YouTube just because some, yeah. It's like, do they want to yeah, see your videos? They're outlawing opinions on YouTube. It's that simple. And you have to, if you don't want to get banned, you have to know what you're not allowed to say, you know, sorry, but that's just how it is. Adaptation, you're surviving. Yeah. Anyway, let's watch a little bit of this video because this is, uh, Interesting. If you had asked me even just a few years ago why I work out, I probably would have told you something along the lines of health or wellness or pushing my body to the limit. And I never would have admitted that one of the reasons that I first started working out was because of external validation from others. You see, I learned pretty early on that people tend to be nicer, or at least friendlier to people who are physically fit or at least seem physically more attractive. And I don't know how many of you have had this sort of similar experience, but for me, the very first time I realized this was probably in sixth grade. I still remember leaving for sixth grade camp 
It was the very first time that I was going to spend a week away from my parents, not at home, spending the whole week with a bunch of friends, and just overall not being at home for the first time ever. I remember specifically being a little bit nervous about showering time and changing time with all the guys being in the same room and not really knowing how that would work and what some of my friends and what some of the other guys would think, you know, with all of us changing in the same common room. And I just remember that experience so distinctly because the very first time that that happened and I remember being super nervous about changing in front of them. I took my shirt off and I remember one of my friends pointed at my stomach and said, hey, you have a six pack. And to this day, I still remember that was such a huge turning point for me. Up until that point in my life, I had never heard of that term, a six pack before. Not in terms of soda, not in terms of any sort of drinks, and definitely not in terms of a body part. And so I remember standing there next to my bunk bed and as he was pointing out my stomach and just asking him, what's a six pack? Not understanding what he meant. It was at that point that he explained to me how a six Okay. Anyways, you get the idea. You can yeah good for him seriously even if it's not to get women like to go from being a scrawny little guy like that to like getting really muscular i know i know how much time is spent in the gym when you want to bulk and i i mean good for him i hope he lives a longer healthier happier life and yeah he is attractive but women are attracted to him because he cares about his body yeah well, he's married now you know so okay well yeah you know, exactly that's worked out for him um yeah, it's it, it does become its own reward once you start yeah. working out. It gets kind of addictive. Just the feeling I, of yoga. That's yeah. Time. For me, I used to get up before I ate anything. I would run six miles every single morning. I'd come home, I'd rinse off, and I'd eat breakfast every single day, seven days a week for years. And I loved it. It was like a, I'd get that runner's high, and then yoga was another one. And both of those helped keep me slender that wasn't the motivation for me it was like the psychological benefits and just getting out it's free that's the other thing that i liked about it yoga and running are free and you you get a, a high from it so now i'm i'm really uh i'm really proud of him that he stuck with that yeah and, it's and just, that, i know i know walking on your hands is hard as shit, especially when yeah you're, I can't do that. <laughs> awesome. even being yeah. strong he has he has to have a special type of strength because He's so heavy that he's putting so extra weight. Yeah, because yeah, when you're skinny, like I used to do handstands against the wall all the time, but I was like a buck twenty-five. You know, it's he's he's a big guy. So, so yeah, anyway, give me an idea of what people are saying in the comments. But just that there was one guy, his comment was so over the top. He was like, I can't, he's this is what he said to me. Okay, he said, I can't believe I used to look up to you. And now it turns out you get all of your validation through women or and that you're in this and that. It's like, first of all, <laughs> you, you looked up to me. That's kind of sad, bro. <laughs> Why people shouldn't be looking up to me. <laughs> Second of all, I don't get all my validation through women, but I'm talking to the incels right now who they're and and this is like, I think this is true for guys that you do get a sense of value. If you can't get a woman, like guys do get validation through their ability to get women. That's just like true. You know what I mean? This is, this, people are trying to deny reality, you know? Yeah. I didn't do, way. I didn't do a thousand squats a day in the summertime because I wanted to look good in a bikini for my mirror. <laughs> you do it. You do it. I mean, it's not that you're trying to be like sexualized, but you want to look max. You want to, you want to look your best. 
Yeah, this is basically basically the idea. Anyways, yeah. let's move on to the. I, the I see why you're mad, and I think you're not. It's not that you're mad. I'm because, more or you're, I'm more. You're frustrated because you're being misrepresented. I, I'm just, yeah. I can't even believe that this shit is like controversial or debatable to people, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well. But there's there's some angry people out there who just think that it's it's entitlement too, you know? It's like, why why should I have to change? Why should I have to do anything? Et cetera, et cetera. All right. Uh, so let's talk about this because this, I posted this on Twitter. This is a, an older story. Well, no, real quick. Those guys can still get a woman. They just don't want the kind of woman they can get. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. They can yeah. still get women. They can get the women that have the exact same attitude as them. Women that say, why should I shave my armpits? Why should I keep my natural hair color? Why should I lose 300 pounds? Why don't guys just like me for who I am? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some guy in the comments who was who said I, I can't remember it was literally something along the lines of like we don't want ugly women or whatever. It's like what? is it your whole point that you you can't get a woman because you're ugly? Like shouldn't you be just looks matching to some degree? I mean, I I think it's easier for guys to get better looking women. Like I I you'll never convince me that looks matter for guys as much as it matters for women. But that's another thing no, you and I can No matter how much on. the incels complain about it, you'll never convince me that being an like an ugly woman is easier than being an ugly guy in terms It of depends on your level of ugly. It also depends on what else you can bring to the table. You can be um, a scrawny, nerdy, buck to Popeye, but if you have the um, the, I guess the, what would you call it? The, like Jeff Bezos is who I'm thinking of. He has like the, the lazy eye and all that, but he also, he started working out at the gym and he gained like 50 pounds of muscle. Have you seen that? He used to be skinny. Look at Google image search it here in a minute. Uh, Bezos. Well, well, muscle. This might just be my innate sexism talking again, but guys have well, an inherent advantage at bringing more things just... to the table. So if a guy, if a guy and a girl are both starting off from ugly, the guy is advantaged not only because people care less about guys' looks, but because he has the inherent advantages of being a man and all the laborers, stuff like that. Yeah, strength, intelligence, etc., yeah. etc. Et Fuck you. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there too. Just joking, guys. Just joke. Don't ban me, Susan. Um, okay. Anyway, enough about the incels. Let's talk about something else. Uh, so this story, this is apparently from like April of 2020, so it's several months old, but it's new to me and. I really want to talk about this. So what you see here is a, a Forbes 30 under 30 article. And uh, I know it's probably, you guys probably can't read that, but I'll just read it. He says, Jessica Cater manages a book of 300 million in Bitcoin assets that have resulted in 2.2 billion in loans after being hired as a marketing assistant by Celsius Network. She quickly proved herself as 
much more by helping build the Bitcoin lending firm's back office. So Profile and Forbes, pretty big deal. Uh, after that came out, people, somebody recognized her from a porn video that she has out on the internet. You can see that here, title, Interview and Fuck with 20-Year-Old Jessica. And then the, the caption on the video where it's paused here, this during the interview, they, the guy says, what do you study? And she's saying, um, business, marketing, I think. I don't really know anymore, but yeah, it's kind of where I'm going. Okay, so... So there's a lot to this. Yep. There's a lot to this. So initially when I posted it, a lot of people had various reactions. Like she must have fucked her way into this important job or that they gave her this job, but she doesn't, but it's like a fake job. And she's just like an attractive woman who's supposed to schmooze people and bring in clients you know the the bitcoin world can be kind of greasy i don't know if you know about like the whole bitconnect scandal yeah. and yeah. There's, a, there's, there's a lot of scandals going fakeness, on right there's there's some like some made off shit there's some fakeness so i anyway, have bitcoin but that's just because it keeps going up and back i don't have a lot i, I don't have a, i don't I have a little bit but you can send me some yeah. there's like a link yeah, if people yeah i'm good i'm good I, <laughs> my bitcoin you give me your ethereum I'm more of an Ethereum person. Anyway, so the point the point you just made that people assume she must have fucked her way into that position or something like that. She's just a hot girl. Maybe she's dating the actual founder. That's the reason I hate these girls is when people meet women who are attractive and uh, you know in a position like that that's the very first thing they think of because they've seen so many of these stories and you can't fuck your way to the top you well when you put it next to the fact that she's done porn it's a little bit yeah less exactly yeah right at least you have yeah. something well, that you're okay but but what i'm saying is everyone always thinks of like i wonder what she did to get there well then you see stories like this and someone's you know it's like the um holmes uh check the scammer the the medicine oh my god That's try the, uh, the, uh i know who you're talking about the yeah elizabeth the company, Holmes. company called Ele uh, anyway um but yeah people see stories like her and they think oh well women in business you know like there's no such thing as a legitimate young attractive female who knows what she's doing and it's because you see all these stories so yeah by the way, if anybody wants to send us uh, some Bitcoin or just good old cash, you can hit us up on streamlabs.com slash include a question or whatever. You can also send us lemons on DLive over on DLive. Uh, we'll, I'm, I am monitoring that for questions coming in. Anyway, uh, so, okay, so that's so can the you read your messages? Can I what now? Did, did you read your messages on here? I know you put them on Twitter. That you got a, per, a DM, right, pertaining to this? Or was that, was that separate? Right. So, okay, so that's – somebody did DM me claiming to be the brother and basically giving me like a, a – almost a copy past cringe message about how I'm going to have real life problems. But that's like – that's so not interesting compared to the other shit I have to talk about on this because it's like, first of all, the, the plot thickened several layers deep on this. So – First of all, this porno video, it turns out, 
is from a website called Girls Do Porn or something like that. And they were sued for like 13 million and they lost a $13 million judgment because they were bringing girls in under the pretense of like a modeling job. And then they would feed them alcohol and drugs. And then they would get them to agree. They would get them to sign this contract to do the porn. And they, but they were told that it would never go online which obviously you have to be a bit naive to believe that, but basically they were completely like preying on these women and these young naive women. And, uh, so, and they got sued and the guy, I think the guy might've had like sex, human trafficking charges or sex trafficking charges. He was trying to flee the country. I, I didn't look too deeply to, to see if he actually got convicted of that or what, but basically these were bad dudes who who were running this website and so so a lot of people that's are, a, that's a little different it's not better it's different it's, yeah, i mean that's, you don't go to a hotel room and do drugs and alcohol and porn with people like you just don't do it that was her bad decision not not this part of it this is just the, the you know what happens the aftermath um but my god so yeah, she made a choice. She made really bad life choices, but she doesn't deserve to be the victim of this. Right. You can then, admit, you can agree with that, right? That yeah, like if you're going to make a series of bad decisions, nobody deserves to be manipulated okay. and taken. Okay. But like this is what goes on in the industry. We've. I was going to have to rage quit for a second. <laughs> we've talked about this multiple times. Like, so yeah, I, it, she's partly responsible because she made bad decisions, but there's also just bad shit that happens in the industry. And if you support the industry, then you're supporting that bad shit to some degree. You're supporting those predatory practices that are happening, whether you approve of them or not, right? Yeah. Um, um, so during the Weinstein thing, remember Weinstein, uh, One of some of the stories that came out was that he, his female assistant brought girls up to a hotel room to talk. They were like actresses. They were legit actresses. And they brought him up there to like, just talk, have a conversation with him real quick. And then he would be creepy with them. Monday had asked me, he goes, because he knows I worked in Hollywood. And he said, why on earth would she go up to his hotel room? I think a lot of people don't realize that at least back then, instead of a Starbucks, a lot of people would meet at a hotel bar because hotels are very common in Los Angeles. And it wasn't uncommon to go up like even like a lighting guy could be talking to a director to go up to their hotel room to talk really quick so that you don't have to deal with paparazzi and bartenders listening in, especially if you're talking about something private. But you would usually be escorted up, you chat, like there's a conversation with multiple people and then people leave and nothing happens. So for an actress to go up to his hotel room to talk for a few minutes, that's that to me, she should have been able to expect that he was gonna be an adult, uh, like a sorry, respectful about the whole thing. Cause I know a lot of people are like, well, she went to his hotel room. That's not uncommon in like in the whole Hollywood thing, that whole like scene. You shouldn't expect that because somebody invited you up to have a conversation that they're gonna F you. So 
Anyway, but I wanted to bring that up yeah, because I, I'm, not, I'm not part of the the Hollywood scene. So in my world, that's what people do go to the hotel rooms for. Is yeah. Fly. Well, okay. So that's why I need to know more about her situation. Like, did she go up with like a female? Well, okay, but we're also talking yeah, about legitimate actresses that so are talking to legitimate that. directors and producers. Yeah, I don't like. Know. There's that's different. Someone was saying that there's like, like it's even worse. Like they would fly people down, and that, and then tell them that they couldn't get their flight paid for back if they didn't. And which is probably true. Like the, you can go read about this. There's there's like trials that they lost. So these are obviously bad people. Um, I, and I don't know to what degree. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I will say this. I will say this. Um, Somebody posted like a 15 second clip of the video on Twitter. It wasn't like pornographic. It was more like the lead up. But she, in the video that I saw, she didn't seem unhappy at all. Like she seemed pretty stoked to be doing what she's doing. Now again, like I said, they get they get the girls drunk and stuff like that. So I'm not like, I'm not condoning what the guys did and everything. I'm just saying that it, it wasn't like she was crying with a gun held to her head. Okay. Yeah. Just, just for both sides of it. Now, anyway, the next part of this story is that, um, so somebody uh, messaged, the I guess the guy who runs this Celsius, this like Bitcoin hedge fund, whatever the fuck it is, you know, what, what's going on here? This doesn't look good. And he said, she doesn't work for us, right? Uh, now she did work for them. Somebody posted... When she got her her little write up in Forbes, the the CEO posted congratulations, you know, on your thirty under thirty. So it seems like the timeline here is she got hired at this Celsius Network company. She then she got written up in Forbes for being a successful twenty four year old woman, and then it came out that she did porn, and then she got shit canned from her job, right? So. This Why thing. wasn't I invited? That's what Boss said. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just I'm being, I'm being immature. Well, so so this just again reinforces and validates everything we've been saying about how these decisions will haunt you, whether you want it. Like you, you know, like like Idub said, oh, doing porn will never affect your ability to get a job in the real world or whatever. And there's multiple examples of how that's just not true, that there are still, you know, people who live off on the internet and in these like depraved corners of Twitter and shit like that, don't realize that there are still places in the world where respectability counts for something. And that another thing lines that can't be crossed, you know? Yeah. Another thing that I think, a lot of them think that, well, I have a million dollars so I can live forever. I don't think they realize that as you age, your money goes down in value unless it's properly invested. Um, and that million dollars today isn't gonna be worth shit in 30, 40, 50 years. But in addition to that, as you get older, you're gonna be expected to have more like legitimacy. You know, like a 50 year old who's working at Starbucks isn't gonna get catch a break like a 18 year old working at Starbucks. So as you get older, you have, does that make sense? As you get older, you have to be like more, you have to be like more professional if you want to kind of keep your, your clout. 
Um, I'm not, not to say that a 50 year old that works at Starbucks isn't a good person. What I'm saying is as far as like the public society, what society cares about, because I don't give a shit. I mean, what I'm saying is I'm not judging somebody who's older and has like a low paying job or like is a, you know, a worker, you do what you got to do. But there is going to come a time where people like iDubs, they're going to look back and they think right now that when they get older, it's going to be normalized. And it's not. There's never going to be a time where a woman does porn and is just goes on to be a normal woman. No, you're always going to be that chick. Yeah. yeah, he so Idubs doesn't care about that. He actually said she has enough. Yeah, Idubs doesn't have to worry too much. Idubs. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, he's probably His rolling. He could blow it. Want a real job at some point? Yeah, but get this. Get this. There are men who spend thirty million dollars in two and a half years and file bankruptcy. Like this whole idea that like, oh, he has so much money. Uh, on the players, have you seen the stats? That's, it's like, that's, that's, yes, that's who I was something thinking. Something like 80% go broke in like three years. Yeah, after that's actually who I was, who I was referring to as like more the, um, the, yeah, the ones who get like hundreds of millions of dollars and then they file bankruptcy within five years, their bodies are broken down. Um, yeah. They have neurological disorders from being hit so many times and they're broke. They're filing bankruptcy. Oh, we yeah. got people sending us uh, diamonds on deal. Uh, I don't know what that is, but thank you. I don't. I haven't figured out the deal live economy either. But yeah, we're but old. I think a diamond is like ten dollars, or give or take. I think so. We had a couple of those, so thanks. Oh. We appreciate that. Tate Farmer and Soapy One both supporting the show. So thanks for yeah. the support, guys. Uh, and someone sent us some ice creams too, which I think is like 10 cents, but I, I don't actually. That's still it. nice. That's yeah, all done nice. Um, okay, so the, the um, to get back to like the chick, the story. Yeah, so you think I, she might've been manipulated? I got, I got a lot more to say. Okay, cool. Uh, so this, um, I gotta show you something else because this is where I start to get angry. Uh, yeah, so this guy sent me this, there, there's a lot of tweets. There's a lot of replies to my tweet. So there's a lot of like bad takes. But this guy said, um, well, I'm glad she was able to turn things around and do something with her life. But I guess you could also seethe that someone who appeared in porn didn't just continue doing porn, which also you think is bad. Right? So a lot of people, they make assumptions about what I'm trying to say when I post something or whatever. But for me, the interesting part here of this tweet was how he said, you think porn is bad in some kind of like hoity-toity, you know, I'm more enlightened than you. I've moved past that. I accept people for what they want to do. Sex work is real work. Uh, I'm not so judgmental. You know, it, it reminds me of like the, the assumptions people make about people. You know, they think that if you are anti-porn, that it's because you're like intellectually inferior and, and close-minded and brainwashed, right? Oh, yeah. And if you're a woman, it's because you're jealous and because you're ugly and because you're not good enough to get into porn. So, yeah, so that's the problem. Or, um, yeah, it's they always attribute it to something it's not. It reminds me of the Dave Silverman episode where I was like, you know what? I don't think... 14-year-old girls should be getting gang-banged by the high school football team. And Silverman's answer was like, well, that's because you were raised as a Christian. Like yep. That's just his oh. default assumption that the only way I could possibly think that 
is because of religious indoctrination. That's the one that gets to me is um, I didn't date when I was a teenager. I didn't, I didn't do a lot of crazy things when I was younger. And a lot of people just assumed I was a Christian or, uh, or, or, okay. My, my views on abortion. Um, the number of times that I've said, you know, I think the whole, I think that it should be legal. Um, but I think it's a disgusting thing. That's really sad that women have to go through. And I think it should be treated as a traumatic medical incident that happens. And sometimes, I mean, what if something's wrong with the baby? I mean, there's a lot of reasons. I don't think it should just be illegalized, but I'm against partial birth abortion. I'm against third trimester abortion. Like, and I think it's a very sad, depressing, disgusting thing that women have to go through. And I don't think that we should have the society where women brag about it. So if I say that, people say, oh, well, you just think that because you're Christian or because you live in Texas. That's the other one is like, oh, well, it's because you're from Texas. I'm like, I lived in LA for 10 years. Like that's, it's not, the number of times yeah. I've seen women basically bragging about something like an abortion or having sex with a stranger. That's the other one. Like, oh, I went home with this guy. I'm like, you're disgusting. That's fucking gross. He could have killed you. You could have herpes. Like you're nasty. But me saying that means that I'm a prude or that I'm religious. You know, or I, or, or oh, the other, the one that really pisses me off. Oh my God, don't get me going on this one. I, I went through this all throughout my 20s is um, if you don't respond to a guy like who's being, sexual with you it's because you don't like sex like you're frigid yeah yeah and so like like and if you're a guy if you're a just, girl it's because you're gay right it's yeah not, that, a guy that can't not like sex but they can be gay if, if if you reject a woman guys if you've never you haven't lived until you've turned a woman down for sex every guy needs to try it at least once because uh, they they generally react pretty funny um but you know, the thing is, these people, they don't even believe their own bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you can see what I said to the guy, which is, how is it, if porn isn't bad, then how is she turning things around by getting out of porn, right? It, it reminds me of the, the BuzzFeed story we covered about the landlord who offered rent forgiveness in exchange for sex. And BuzzFeed wrote about this, like, well, this is predatory that's exploitation it so wrong but i thought sex work was real work exactly. what are you going to pay your rent what's wrong yeah. with it but they don't believe it themselves they know that there's yeah. a I, I have to go off for a minute here annika because this rant has been building up in me like all all day um you know it, it this is like when we when we said to like vegan gays that it's not dignified to be a prostitute on the internet or whatever and, and people say well, why? Why is it not rationalize that to me? Explain to me why it's not dignified. It's like, I can't explain it to you because it's self-evident to me. It's just like an, it's just like an objective aspect of reality. I understand that you think that it's my opinion and that we have different opinions and that I can change my opinion if I want to, but it, it's not going to change the fact that it's not dignified and people are always going to have a negative reaction to this unless they're just trying to virtue signal that they don't have the negative reaction. And you see how this thread goes down here. And I say to this person, this person responded again. They said, well, she's not doing porn now. So what's the issue? And I say, she lost her job. So the fact that she did porn is going to keep having repercussions on her 
for literally the rest of her life. Now that job, that's a six figure job guaranteed, probably 200 K plus salary for that at 24. What especially, especially being a Forbes 30 into 30 like that. A friend of mine, Heather Knight, she does robotics, but yeah, but it's, but it, it what she really got paid to do that scene is probably yeah. less than a thousand dollars. Now, again, there was manipulation involved and is a scummy yeah. company. So I don't know all the details here, but it, wasn't worth it even if she had to buy her own plane ticket home whatever the story that was like basically ruining your life you know i don't use that phrase lightly but she basically ruined her life by allowing that to happen to herself the, the part i don't understand is like okay so we live in a first world country we're relatively safe if i were to be put in that position where say i thought i was getting flown out for a legitimate job like modeling whatever it is <clears throat> and I showed up and that was the case. First off, I wouldn't drink alcohol if they told me it was a legitimate job. Um, why didn't she just walk out? Um, I have had times where someone has like been overly sexually inappropriate with me, like in a workish setting. And I raise a big stink. Like I put down my foot and I'm very, I've been very like, like be loud about it. You know, like if somebody touches you inappropriately at the bar and you're like a work colleague, you make a scene and then they, they'll usually stop. But the other thing she could have done, she could have gone down. She could have told the hotel concierge to call 911. She could have called even the non-emergency number and said, Hey, I flew out here for a job and the guy's trying to fuck me. And like, they won't let me go home. She could have, she could have pressed charges and she could have blown the lid off of that. I'm just saying yeah. she could have. She could have no dollars. She wasn't under yeah. that kind of duress, but and I don't encourage anybody to go watch the video. Do not do that. Okay, LP. She's in America. She could have walked down, and she she could be sitting on money. And you know what? Right now, she'd be a hero. They would have said, "Oh, they tried to fuck her," and instead, she sued them and she got them arrested for. That's I think that's well, social. They, they did sue and they did get paid out. Okay, after she had sex on video, she did. No, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. before. Yeah, sure. Well, okay. Look, anyway, I got I, I got uh, derailed on my rant, but I wasn't finished. Off. I have to go back to it here. So, inevitably, with these people, these these sex worker apologists, it always comes down to you're actually the problem because you're against sex work. And if it wasn't for people like you, then the problem wouldn't exist, right? If if you if you weren't out here slut shaming or whatever they want to call it, victim blaming, etc., then then she would have got to keep her job, right? But this is what I'm getting at: is people are never going to accept somebody who is capable of making bad decisions, handling their money, right? People who, who see that or like I have I have my money invested in this company. I've you know, I've invested in in like like link chain or whatever the fuck it's called, whatever the coin was that these people were managing. And you're gonna say, why did they hire somebody who made such a bad decision and and pull it? like it's just these things always have consequences. And you see this guy here, he says that I'm bullying by talking. So this is the thing they always get at is you, you can't talk about it, you can't bring attention to it. Uh, it's it's doxing, it's harassment, it's bullying. Me just just like showing that this happened, right? This guy, this guy who's calling me a bully, this is a news editor at the Daily Caller and a Catholic reporter for Religion Mag. 
you know, this is this is why people say conservatism is a joke. Maybe you have more conservatives conserved and this and that. Like what the and this guy and he's like liking the tweets of the wait, 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 wait. He works for the Daily Caller, isn't that that's a right wing outlet? That's what I thought. Fucking thing, right? Okay, yeah, this guy's a hypocrite. (laughs) We should bring him on our show. Reach well, out he, to him. He's not, he's not explicitly endorsing pornography in all fairness. Oh, but he thinks you're bullying. He thinks I'm bullying. You're not. The thing is, okay, if these people, if these people were consistent, if they always thought it was bullying when people do this sort of thing, I then I would say, okay, at least they have integrity. But they don't. It's only bullying if you go after the person they don't want you to go after. Yeah. You could sit here and yeah. You can sit here and bash someone they don't like and they're fine with it. It's detached from reality. Listen, it's like I said, it's it's always this this super intellectual rationalizing yourself into a position that's detached from reality, which is that if if there was no stigma around sex work, if nobody cared around sex work, then uh, there wouldn't then these people wouldn't have the problems that they have. But it's detached from reality because, like I say, the fact that it's undignified to do this shit is part of reality. You can't decouple the two things. I'll, I'll give you another example that I thought about. Of this is a this is a really easy example to understand. It's a really good example. It's less cerebral than the idea that sex work is undignified. Um, Cyberpunk 2077, big new video game just came out or is coming out or something. Um, Sorry about a penis. <laughs> Yeah, where you get to like choose your penis size, your gen, this and that, which I so I haven't been following this. Very I thought those quickly. were Photoshop settings, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. Uh, so the transgenders are very upset about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I I don't, I don't know exactly why. Yeah, the, the transgenders are upset about this um and uh there's this guy on twitter uh mark kern crumbs i don't know if you know him he, he was like involved in world of warcraft i believe oh oh he's one of those yeah no but he's a cool guy like i've been mutuals with him for like years on twitter he's, he's a little bit of a coomer but you know we're not gonna we're not gonna judge too harshly for that okay so he's like a lead developer Something like that. I again, I don't know. Too, he was in, or he was like heavily involved in like classic uh, World of Warcraft. Wow. It doesn't matter. It's not. It's not relevant. The point is, he tweeted out that uh, in the, the so I okay. I think the reason the transgender people are mad, or part of the reason, is because you can't be transgender in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Why not? And, you're some, and, apparent, and according to them, what do you mean, why not? Well, so, so I, I don't know why not, but like most oh, people. Oh, I thought you meant, okay, I'm sorry. There's a man. I misunderstood the point you were making. Or there's no like mechanics to like switch gender. I, I don't know. I don't fucking care. This is I, I get that. Sorry, I thought you. Okay. the scope of what I'm capable of caring about. But the point is, so Mark tweeted that the reason there's no transgenders in cyberpunk 2077 is because 
in the future, gender's just not a big deal. So that whole that concept doesn't even exist because they've we've progressed beyond it, right? It doesn't matter if you're a boy, girl, or whatever, you're just you're just you in the future, right? And I responded to this and I said, yes, just like how in uh, Starship Troopers, you can go, a man and a woman can shower together and, and not care because in the future, tits just aren't a big deal, right? And I don't know if you've seen Starship Troopers, but that's... Years ago, I was young. Yeah, so there's a scene where they shower together and the men and women shower in the same shower, right? And it's nobody acts like there's anything weird about that. Um, someone replied to my tweet and said like, well, that's not very trad of you. And this is like not someone who follows me is some, some like lefty liberal trying to like get me. I don't think they understood that I was being sarcastic, you know, that when I was saying in the future tits aren't a big deal, I was referring to the fact that this is like a fictional fantasy world. It's not reality. Yeah. But also, um, oh, real quick, I, I thought that I got I got to finish this rant here. People okay. like ironically believe this. They believe in something called gender abolition, which is this idea, like like Vosh, for example, someone's talking about. This is this idea that gender shouldn't exist as a concept. Uh, men and women should go to prison together, shower together, play sports together, all this. And if if we just did that, there wouldn't be a problem. If, if we just stopped caring about gender, then all of these problems would go away. When in reality, like women would get raped if you put men and women in prison together, you'd get the shit kicked out of them in boxing, et cetera, et cetera. And you have to keep in mind that Bosch is like an admitted sex pest zoophile and an advocate for the legalization of child pornography so you, you got to look at these people who are pushing these ideas and ask yourself if they're capable just like the people who are saying you shouldn't shame sex workers are per, almost guaranteed jerking off to porn on a near daily basis right like jerking off in front of a screen when they think no one is looking because they would know it's the most humiliating thing can you imagine if a video got leaked of you masturbating to porn That'd be like the most humiliating thing that could happen to a person, right? There's a reason people like put like tape over their fucking computer cameras and shit like that. So anyway, I've done my rap, but the, the point is, is that it's detached from reality. You can whine and whinge and say that, that it's, it's just the slut shaming. That's the problem or whatever, but you're never going to get there. Just like you're never going to have a guy showering next to a, a 10 out of 10 rack and not notice, you know, because we have lizard brains. We have we're, we're slaves to our genetics to some degree, not completely, but always at least a little bit. And, and you have to, like, adjust for that. You have to, you know, make decisions on how you structure society because of that. OK, I'm done. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree with the points you're making. It's funny to watch you get so incredibly worked up though, like over, because you're like, no, and another thing. No, let me finish, and another thing. Well, I also, I, I see that your big thing is you don't like being misrepresented, which I will say is my pet peeve. I think it's everyone's pet peeve. Even if people say, oh, I don't care, they do. They're full of shit. If they don't care, they're Patrick Bateman. <laughs> like. 
I, I don't like being misrepresented. I also just don't like people being wrong on the internet, which is a huge problem. Because you're an old man. We're old. I know. We've, we've been doing this shit for too long. Well, this is a problem I've always had. There, I saw an e an e card, one of those like Facebook boomer memes that said like, "Clear, clear my schedule for the afternoon. Someone's wrong on the internet." And I just thought, yeah, yeah there was. I, a I used to like argue with people just on Facebook comments for like three hours. This is back when I was a smoker, so I'd be so angry. I'd be like commenting, and I'd like go outside for a cigarette. And thinking about what, and then I'd come back and leave more comments. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pathetic. Yeah. Anyway, I got a couple it's, more. It's, it's funny. I think it's funny. I, I have nothing more to say about, about the woman. This, this completely vindicates everything we've been saying. These decisions will haunt you forever. It's not fair. It's not a perfect world. It's reality. It is what it is. You can ignore it at your own risk. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's repercussions and it's unfortunate and everybody everybody has to deal with consequences. I mean, we've all made really bad decisions. Some of them were public on video, some of them weren't. Some of them cost you a shitload of money. Some of them cost you health. Um, you know, I made a horrible judgment call in 2009 and didn't go to the doctor because I thought I had swine or I thought I had avian flu, the bird flu or whatever that was. I thought I had that and I had meningitis and I almost died. And it was a really bad judgment call. I could have paid $140 and gone to a quick care clinic, but instead I almost died. And I ended up in the hospital for weeks. And it's just like, I think back to that time in my life and I was like, oh, fuck it, doctors will just send me home. It'll just cost a lot of money. And it was like one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life was to not go to the doctor. And now I have seizures. <laughs> yeah, well, if you died, you would be a cautionary tale. Just exactly, like that when you're sick, Yep, when you have a hundred and four people, it's not yeah. bullying. I'm trying to I'm out here trying to save souls. I'm trying yeah. to stop the next girl from making the same mistake. But, you know, you know how many stories I read of women saying, I wish people would have told me this. I wish people like I I had a friend who got divorced. She got she got pregnant like 17. Um, and her and the the bait they were both teenagers. Um, her parents insisted she get married, even though they didn't like the guy. And she ended up years later divorced. It went really bad. Like he didn't murder her, but it went really bad. And she divorced him. And when she told her family she was getting a divorce, they all like just flooded out with like, oh my God, we hate that guy. We, you should have never married him. Her parents are the ones who talked her into marrying him in the first place. But her parents should have helped her make different decisions. And instead, like they were letting her go out, you know, till all hours of the night. They didn't care that she was, you know, messing around or whatever. And she ended up pregnant. Well, I mean, I guess it's good she has a kid now because she's happy. But my point is, like, she's told me this so many times that her family lets her fail when she was young and she made all these bad decisions. And then later, after the fact, when she figured it out on her own, they were like, Oh yeah, you should have never done that. And I hear people with stories like that all the fucking time, and they're like, "I wish someone would have told me porn would ruin my life." Like the what's the the chick who's in Mensa? There is a Mensa chick who did porn, but she was in Mensa like I think after. She's really smart. Her IQ is like I mean, over. Carrera is really smart, isn't she? Is, is that, that is that? She's got dark hair. I don't. Yeah, well, she's also in jail right now for like 
sexually abusing her daughter, which okay, she hasn't, she hasn't been convicted yet, though she's trying. Okay. okay. So, um, but uh, I just remember seeing like it was in a documentary or something. Her, yeah, she had been in Mensa, and she. I remember her saying that she wished people would have told her back then that getting into porn would have like completely ruined her whole life. Uh, it's probably not the same person. Cause I think okay. arc was like, she was smart and she had some job, chemical engineering or like aviation engineer. I don't know. I that. think that's her. Like, I think that's her. She an to do porn, you know, and then as, oh. as far as I know, has never expressed regret about. Okay. But then it might not be the same chip. Anyway, um, you know, it might work out, it might not. You do this shit at yeah. your own risk. You well, okay, so the other thing is people risk activity. Jeez. People only people only focus on like your employment opportunities, like money, um, you know, maybe your dating opportunities, things like that. What they they don't focus on is the mental aspect of it because women can't go out and just have lots of partners and it have it not affect you like what like what Molyneux was saying earlier like you actually you're affected by the decisions that you make and that's got to be one of the decisions that has to eat at women because we're not wired to do that the correlation with mental illness and drug abuse for sex workers is like off the charts it's insane they i saw one yeah. study now this was actual on-street prostitutes mind you but it was like 98 percent mental illness like that's almost yeah. the one one correlation now real quick a lot of them might have gotten into prostitution because of the mental illness it's all they could do. Yeah. okay yeah. That, it's not it's not healthy to, to be in that lifestyle regardless of how you started off and yeah and this is what i was saying to tate too is like even if you're even if you're just a cam girl even if you're just running an only fans you have an endless slew of disgusting perverts degrading you uh, abusing you. We had a clip in, in the last episode of Can't Stop Progress, which people can go see on BitChute or Odyssey, of, of this cam girl who was freaking out because they she only got like $5 or whatever. But like she was like at war with her audience, like the level of hate and contempt that she had for her own audience, which we talked about too. Like cam girls don't respect the simps at all, like at all. But so you've, you've chosen this job, though, where you have to be surrounded every day by people who disgust you. Yes. That's not and, good for your mental health. To, it your doesn't matter if they get to touch you them from their money. Yeah, your whole job is, like, I've heard strippers talk about this, where every guy is a new prospect to, they're all benefactors. And your whole job is getting money out of them, getting them drunk, uh, talking them into, like, private dances or whatever. So... You're like, con there was an article in uh, Rolling Stone all about it, like years ago, about the psychology that strippers have on, uh, or sorry, the psychological like tricks that they do on men. Like they'll get a tan line, they'll put on a bikini bottoms and get a tan line so that when they show him the white flesh, the lighter skinned flesh, um, he'll think he's seeing something nobody else sees. And they're like, oh, and then they're like, oh my God, I'm special. So they'll give you like more money. Like it was, it was really, it was a messed up article. That's a real lab coat level. Yeah, it was, I was way too young when I read it too. It was in a Rolling Stone. I think I was at the dentist when I was a kid and it was in Rolling Stone. It was like, what the hell is, I'm like eight. 
so or might have been a little older, but still, my point is that um, it was um, there's all these tricks that the women have to play on men, and I mean, men, you know, kind of like the pickup artist stuff. You've got to feel like shit at the end of the night, knowing that that's all you're doing, or at the end of you know, at the end of your week, whatever. All you're doing is manipulating people, and yeah, they don't respect the person they're taking money from, and they know that that person doesn't actually respect them. Like these girls that post links to like their Amazon wish list and the guys are buying them stuff. It's like, he doesn't like you. He wants you to like play with toys on camera and say his name. Like that's not, like you see these girls on Twitter that are like, oh, look what this guy bought me. And they've well, got they to encourage other people to do it, right? Like it's, it's completely manipulative and they're, yeah. they're very fake. And like if they were honest, they would just be like, I'm disgusted by these guys, you know, yeah. how pathetic are you? You can't even get late yeah. to come to me and pay me to just see me naked. Anyway. I think, I think then you're a dominatrix at that point. <laughs> I think you get into that territory. Yeah, I guess so. I guess uh, there's a lot of weird shit out there too. Um, I, we're we're already over time. We're gonna wrap it up here soon. But um, I wanted to show this thread that I saw on Twitter that struck a chord with me in in putting into words something that I think I had sensed uh, that I had been aware, of, but had never quite conceptualized. Or, it's or it's a concise it. way of putting your rage. Yeah, well, it's um, a thread. You're, it's you're really on a tear tonight. I like it. Okay, so this is a guy on Twitter called Logical Nudism or at Egg Report, and he writes, the problem we're having is that the current iteration of the internet is inherently feminine, and what is expressed and understood as neutral cultural issues are a product of everyone being forced within inter-female discourse, something we don't quite yet have a word for. Now bear with me here. It's difficult to express the problem exactly because it's a confusion between what is concrete and real and what is ethereal and psychological, which we don't have a set dictionary for expressing without the statement being equally difficult. Basically, if you can imagine such a thing, all of the world external from all psychological judgments and so on now takes place within a bubble of inter-female communication what we perceive and treat as a cultural artifact is, for lack of a better term, a gossip. We mustn't understand these things as trying to adopt woke blah, blah, blah. It's not a political statement. The content of the message is entirely superfluous, and it cannot be understood literally because that's not the point. It doesn't matter whether a given thing is true or false. The only thing that matters is the impact emotional, for lack of a better term, you have on other women. That's what all postmodernism is, what everything boils down to. Paradigms is true, false, accurate, inaccurate, etc., are whether true or not, whether better or not, whether more useful or not, inapplicable. I'm not saying this to convince you. Convincing is also a useless paradigm. Bear with me. We are currently, because of the iPhone and the design philosophies of the entire app structure, always already within gossip. There is no way of escaping this if you interact with any cultural artifact because it is built right into the structure that enables it. 
Furthermore, it is for this reason that only true political question of the day is the woman question. We are presented with a world that is within the female Weltanschau, and the reason everything is stupid and doesn't make sense and irritates you is because you are being incentivized to think like a woman. The internet makes you gay, and it's a feature, not a bug. Now, I'm just going to stop yes. there. It keeps going. I've retweeted this, so you can find it on my thing. But when I, when I saw this, it was like uh, you've – Eureka moment, you know. I, I, let me get. There's so many examples I can give of this to like show what I'm talking about. But here, here's one. Okay, there was a lot of discourse, and th this was almost a story that I considered bringing up for sex wars, but then I realized I don't care about this guy, um, Harry Styles wearing like a fucking blouse on the cover of Vogue or whatever. And Candace Owens said, make men manly again or something. And everybody had an opinion. But women really believe that. The thing is, Harry Styles is Harry Styles, so he can get all the women he wants. Um, most men, if they wear a dress, women will say, oh, we love that. That's amazing. He's not getting any women. Like men, we, we feminize our men and then we criticize them for not being masculine. Right, that, by we, I mean our society. I, I get what you're saying, but you're in the conversation. And the meta point here is that you're making me more gay right now because I don't give a fuck about Harry Styles or what's on the cover of Vogue magazine. Why is this part of my world? It's not supposed I, to be part of my yeah. world. I'm not supposed to be reading conversations about the cover of Vogue magazine. Jesus fucking Christ. The internet is making us all gay. When I read that, I was like, holy shit, that's so yeah. true. You sound like Alex Jones now. And there's birth control in the water. Alex Jones might be one of the last not gay men alive, as far as I can tell. Uh, anyway. No, but Alex Jones thinks uh, agrees that like I think he believes that birth control in the water is making men gay. Which I mean, it actually yeah, chemical castration. I guess it 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 makes sense. How are your biceps? Are you are you a? Uh, so I Did was, you cut down that tree yourself, LP? No, Did you carry no, we, it home on your back? We went out to the forest and looked at trees, but couldn't find a, uh, one that we wanted. So we bought this in the mall parking lot. Um, oh, did you cut that one down yourself? Nice. Plucked it, I should say. Like um, six years ago. <laughs> I, was, I was doing really – so when I, I said this, like I was going to the gym hardcore and then the pandemic hit and I lost my group. After I moved here, I started to get my gym groove back. I joined Planet Fitness, which is like the, the big gay gym, but it's just like the closest one to where I am. And uh, I was I started doing really good again, and I even started to like get back into taking my supplements again. And then we had lockdown. We're in lockdown. It's the gym's closed now. Okay, and I think it's like opening in another week, hopefully. But you don't um, have to explain to me why you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I swear, I I don't know, man. I'm gonna fucking one of these days. I'm just gonna delete all this shit. 
I, I get oh, it. Oh, I just said, well, I, I just, I'm, well, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm serious. I'm like, I, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people, there's a lot of people who are YouTubers, you know, and they, and they're really good and they have, they have like an audience and then they just disappear one day. Man. Like Tati Westbrook, it, millions of followers and she just, she got sick I, of it all. I, I, she I, got I, sick I, of being, I, the, the problem is, okay, well, she had over 10 million followers. Um, yeah. What happens is in order to make their audience happy, they they cater to their every little rule, like with the SJW stuff. And you'll learn that you can't keep up with that. Like who was a, a never apologized to SJWs or something? I, I don't think I like the person who said, I don't remember who said it. Anyway, yeah, the point I, is, I, the point is there's a lot of truth. It might've been Box Day actually, but the point I, I think is- it was Medicare. Maybe. Well, he probably Box, said Box Day said SJWs always lie and Medicare. Oh, okay. Medicare, it's probably, apologize. yeah, never apologize. Yeah, that sounds like a Medicare. He's my favorite. Um, but anyway, my point is um, once you start making them happy, now it's one thing if you apologize because you actually were out of line or you actually did something wrong. It's okay to apologize and to own your shortcomings and then try to make better. Um, but all of these, YouTubers, they they fuck up at some point and then they just disappear. Like, what's her name? The big one, Jenna Marbles. Did they get she, fed up with it? They're like, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. I can't ever do it. Jenna Marbles. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, she's off of YouTube. Like, not forever and ever, but you didn't see her apology video? Oh, no. God damn. Serious? Oh, my God. See, it's because you're not gay. I'm making you gay right now, Lobby. You didn't see Jenna Marbles. Exactly. Yeah, this, is, this is more women shit. I don't care about Jenny Jenny Marbles or fucking Toddy Toddy Westbank. Yes, I don't Rick. fucking care, man. I don't want to. You know, I, I don't know. I like look. I wasn't even referring to people who made mistakes. I just, sometimes people just disappear and you don't know why. It's just out of the blue. That that's gonna be me. And I just want people to know when that happens. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna be out in the you know the forest living in my log cabin happy and and straight happy and heterosexual <laughs> all right well, i think we can end the show there it's getting close to like my supper time so did you, did you have anything else you wanted to add no this has been a very fun evening <laughs> It is fun. I'll it's have, nice to, it's I'll have nice to do to this do again the, sometime. Yeah, it's nice to do the the one on ones once in a while because we get more of a chance to to go off. You know? <laughs> I'll um next time we're gonna do a one on one because I'm not moving anymore. Um, we'll uh I'll come up with a couple of good stories. They'll probably be along the same. It's funny because we sort of stick to the same subjects. Is my whole thing is save your virginity till you're 25, and that's science based. Like your brain isn't fully developed. If you can't rent a car until you're 25, you shouldn't be allowed to have sex until you're 25. Yeah, raise the age of consent and voting. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks to the uh, people who send us lemons and whatnot, diamonds, etc. On D Live, follow us on D Live. That's my preferred streaming platform now. And uh, all right, we'll catch you all later. Peace out.